grade 7 talk to expert. A podcast where grade 7 students talk to experts and find out, out more about their specialty. I'm your host for this episode, Chase Sikorsky, and I'm a student at College Park School in Lloydminster, Alberta. Before we get to our expert for this episode, I just want to share a little bit about who we are and what we will be doing in our podcast. We are a class of 28 grade 7 students who are focusing on enhancing our speaking skills by creating podcasts. For our podcast, students will be connecting an expert that they know in their lives. This person could be an expert in their personal, professional, on jobs, or in what could traditionally Traditionally. traditionally be considered a hobby or an interest. So with a further delay, I please introduce our expert for this episode, who is expert being a cop, Kelly Sikorsky. Welcome. Thank you. Let's start by getting to know you. Please tell us about yourself. Okay, so my name is Kelly Sikorsky and I'm Chase's dad. I am also a police officer with the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. And at work, my name is Corporal Kelly Sikorsky. I am the supervisor who leads a shift of police officers who typically respond to 911 calls, um, requests from the public. We do a lot of traffic. We do uh, proactive policing, which means we go to high crime areas and we look for crimes prior to them occurring or people who are known criminals and we also deal with them as well. Um, my job can consist of anything throughout the day from dealing with minor traffic collisions and traffic tickets to dealing with um, social chronic issues, which is a lot of uh, homelessness or drug use, uh, drug dependency issues. Uh, we can also deal with family issues where families just don't get along or um, they struggle to interact with each other sometimes and get frustrated. Uh, we also deal with minor thefts, uh, which might be shoplifting at the Walmart, or it might be something like stealing a vehicle. So that's a typical day. Uh, there's many more things that occur as well. We go to court and we have to testify in front of judges about what kind of evidence we have and what we've seen and what we've done. Um, so there's lots of things like that. How many people were in your family growing up? Uh, my family consisted of my mom and dad, and then I had an older brother. So there was only four of us when I was growing up. Um, what is your family like now? Uh, it's very similar to what it was, but everybody has dispersed. My older brother joined the military, which shipped him off um, to Western Canada. So he's in Edmonton, where he was based out of CFB Edmonton. Uh, so he spent his pretty much his whole adult life in Edmonton, and that was quite different because we grew up in Saskatoon. Uh, and then when I joined the RCMP, the uh, the government shipped me off to Alberta as well because that's where the jobs were. So. Okay, what do you do for fun? Uh, so for fun, when I have time, I enjoy running, reading, uh, watching movies, uh, and just hanging out with the family. Okay, where did you live as a kid? What was it like? Uh, so I grew up in Saskatoon, which is very similar to Lloyd Minister. Uh, same types of communities, same types of demographics with people. Uh, I went to a school very similar to this, but just a lot older. Not as we didn't have two stories, and uh, it was 
It was a little bit smaller, but not much. Okay. What was school like for you when you were a kid, younger? Uh, school was good. I, I wasn't perfect in school. I didn't really get really great grades. I enjoyed science and social studies, but anything English-based or arts wasn't my cup of tea. I didn't really enjoy it and wasn't good at it. Okay. What was school like when you, oh, what do you do? What do you remember about grade seven specifically? I don't remember anything about grade seven. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Tell us, a, tell us a, a little bit about RCMP. Okay, so the RCMP is a police force that stretches right across Canada. Um, we police most provinces in Canada. We're the contract organization that provides policing services. Uh, so if you want to join the RCMP, you have to go through quite a long application period where they determine um, your reliability and if you would be suitable for a police officer. A lot of people are not suitable for police um, just because of health issues or um, maybe things in their past. They haven't stayed healthy enough to do the job or they um, they just don't have the moral standards to be a police officer. Uh, but if you do get joined or get hired by the RCMP, then you go to Regina, Saskatchewan, where you train for six months. Uh, it's like a campus there where you actually live there, you eat there, you do all your training there. And then after you do that, then you move out to uh, what they call as a post. And that's where they send you a detachment. And it could be anywhere in Canada that you agree to and you go there and that's where you typically spend your first two to five years of service. Okay. What does a typical day look like for you? Uh, so a typical day, uh, day shifts start at 6 a.m. So the alarm clock goes off at 5 a.m. to get ready for work. Uh, when I get to work, I take over from another watch that's already going home because um, we have 24-hour police here in Lloydminster. There's always police working at any time of day. Uh, so when I come on, I take over and I find out what occurred on the night shift. Um, and then I have to follow up with all those investigations because a lot of people don't want to be called in the middle of the night and ask questions from a police officer if it's not an emergency. So we do a lot of that follow-up. And um, myself and the six constables who work with me, we go out and we are responsible for all the response to any kind of 911 calls for service or any non-emergency calls for service but also traffic enforcement in the city and uh, any other proactive duties that are required. Okay. Did you ever fail on something as a kid? And what was it like? Yeah, I failed. Um, tests in school, I failed. Uh, my first, when I went to depot, and they, within the first two weeks, they teach you how to use a handgun. And if you've never fired a gun before, that can be quite a learning curve. So I'd never fired a handgun before. So the first time I tested on it, I failed it, which isn't uncommon because people overthink it or they think it's like video games and it's not like that. Um, so then you have to kind of accept that you need to change the way you're doing something and then you'll eventually get it the proper way. So yes. Okay. Have there been times you've felt, felt discouraged as a cop? What made you want to keep up, keep on going as a cop? Uh, yeah, there is times that I do feel discouraged. Um, we deal with a lot of repeat criminals, and sometimes it's discouraging to see them get out and commit another crime when we just 
took them before a judge, but they get back out anyways. And that's um, our system in Canada is called a correctional system. So it is geared to correct people, not um, penalize them and put them in jail for trivial matters. So we try and give people as much support as we can to help steer them away from bad behavior. Can you tell us about an experience where you were unsure about you choosing to participate anyway and give your best off effort? Um, oh, so, well, just recently I was asked to um, run in the fun run on Friday. I didn't know if I really wanted to run for five kilometers through Bud Miller after a long day shift. But I agreed to do it, and it turned out to be a great time, and I had a lot of fun, and that five kilometers just flew by. So, yeah, that was something that I didn't really know if I wanted to do, but it turned out to be a great thing. Okay. In your opinion, what makes someone an expert? Do you consider yourself an expert? Well, I don't consider myself an expert. Um, I think anybody who is an expert would tell you that you have to constantly be learning and developing new skills and everything. Um, and try and learn some things that are outside of your area of expertise as well, or something that you do frequently. I don't know everything about policing. I don't know everything about the laws in Canada. Um, and I don't know everything about being a leader too. So I would say um, if you were going to consider yourself an expert, you would have to, you'd have to demonstrate that you're constantly learning all the time and you're willing to accept that you might make mistakes and be humble that way. Okay. Um, what do you... What do you... What do you think failure has to do with success? Also, when did you fail and how did it help you? Um, so I think failure is a step towards success. Uh, if you don't try things, you're never going to learn from them. So you need to fail at a few things to get better and then succeed. Um, one of the things that I failed at was, um, and I don't even think it's a failure, but when I went to promote with the RCMP, the first time I promoted, I wasn't successful. Now, it wasn't a failure in my eyes, it was just a way of doing something different, and I learned from the experience and I tried a different way of doing things, um, and I was successful the next time. So, failure doesn't have to be um, a setback, it can be a learning example for something and a way to get better. Okay, um, tell us about someone who you looked up when you were younger. Mm, uh, you know what, I looked up to my older brother um, because he decided to go join the military and I really liked the idea of service to the community and to the country. Um, so that was something that I really admired about him, that he was willing to uh, just up and go to somewhere you don't even know where you're going. You're just, you're being told to go to a completely new community and a different lifestyle, and you have to just succeed, but you're serving the, the Canadian people and the nation, so. Okay. Oh, now some of my classmates have some questions for you. Ryder? Um, how did it feel to become an RCMP officer after all the training and hard work that you did? Uh, it was, I was really proud of myself because it was a lot of hard work. Um, but I was also nervous because that was, that was one step in a long process. So I was really looking forward to going out and 
graduating depot was one thing and then going to your new post where you're kind of like the new person and you're pretty junior you don't know much um it's a different experience very humbling but it was uh, it was a challenge and a dream that i'd had for a long time so i was proud of myself for doing it thank you okay um gabby um, what is your favorite part of being an RCMP officer? Uh, my favorite part of being an RCMP officer is helping people in my community, and it doesn't even have to be a police-related issue. It could be finding somebody who just ran out of gas or has a flat tire, and you're in a position to help them out. Um, anytime that you can have a good news kind of story from something you do, or you can recover somebody's stolen bicycle that they just got and bring it back to them who were like so happy to get this new bike and they didn't lock it up and it got stolen and if you can get it back to them people are really excited for that and that's what really i look forward to in a work day okay thank you janet uh, what was the hardest part about training uh the hardest part was probably the fitness because you have to be really uh fit in cardio there's a lot of running and so if you're not somebody who stays in shape or does a lot of running that can be kind of a learning curve because they don't really give you the time to learn it there you have to have it going in so okay that's our last question for from the floor so we're going to wrap it up now is there anything else you want to say well thank you guys for having me here i really appreciate being asked and uh if you guys have any other questions, please uh, feel free to ask me anytime after this podcast. Okay. Thank you for coming, Kelly. I hope you have an awesome rest of your day.